step into a world of magic and limitless possibilities with me, your host, Katie Soul. I'm not just your average podcaster. I'm a former Fortune 100 exec who dared to escape the rat race and embark on my own mystical journey. Together, we'll discover that a mystical life is not something you stumble upon. It's a life you consciously create. Join me as we explore inspiring stories of extraordinary souls who fearlessly pursued their dreams and unlocked their inner radiance. Welcome to my world where magic awaits and your light shines bright. Hello and welcome to the Mystical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Soul. And before we dive into a very exciting episode today, I wanted to send a gift of gratitude to all of our listeners. We're a brand new podcast and your support means so much to me. So for our podcast listeners and only for our podcast listeners, we are offering you 30% off our soul school course, how to really manifest your dream life. And you can use code podcast. We'll put it in the show notes. And this is just a special gift of gratitude from me to you for your beautiful support as we begin this podcasting journey together, beaming you lots and lots of love. Welcome to our guest, Elle, today. I'm so delighted to have you here. Would you share a little bit about who are you really? Mm. (laughs) Good morning and great to see you. And hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to have you here. Let me see. To drop into that, I wasn't expecting the who am I really. I thought it was just going to be a, you know, tell me about yourself, which is so easy, but, um, who let's am- go just a little, you can tell us about yourself and let's go a little deeper too. Yes. Yes. Well, let's say by day, um, <laughs> I am a C-suite consultant for luxury and startups and emerging brands and businesses, mostly in fashion, beauty, lifestyle, health, and wellness. And, um, I really love that space because I I love launching things and I love scaling things. I love working with creatives. I like thinking out of the box and just, you know, getting into it and seeing how we can really create an awesome um, company and brand. But by night, which oh. I have been ste- <laughs> that I've been stepping into the last couple of years is you know, I'm a really um deeply spiritual um I say that I'm a little witchy. That's kind of my my little tagline that I that I talk in in circles where I feel super comfortable just to be me. And um I'm stepping into it more, but it feels it feels good. It feels aligned. I've always been super into astrology and just understanding all of the different rituals that people before us did. I always was fascinated by um how they worked with mother nature. And I definitely think I'm very much like an earth mama and a white witch, all all good vibes. It's all really just, you know, I think the word, and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit today, the word magic and all of these words that maybe you and I speak about more frequently, other people might think it's a little too woo woo. Um, But I'm very grounded and stable. So I feel like I can talk about these things and um, it still makes sense for me. So yeah, so that's, that's a little bit about who I really am and an artist I'm calling in. I'm calling in that because I've always seen myself as an artist, but I haven't, I haven't found my medium and I'm stepping into that more just to play and not Mm -hmm. take it so seriously because I think a lot of times like growing up, I was in art, but it was very, you know, you're in art school and it's so like, have to be the best or you have to do it like this. And Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be like that because it's just an expression. Totally. So beautiful and so much material to dive into today. Before we get really deep, let's take a moment to just 
take that elevator ride down from the mind where that human self lives with fears and the worries and the to-do lists and down into the heart where the divine self resides. So you can close your eyes and place your hands over your heart, letting them land naturally. Taking a few inhales and exhales here and asking your heart to show you a memory of absolute joy, a memory when you were in a state of bliss. It might be floating in the ocean. That's what's coming to mind to me. It might be simple. It might be complex. Just trusting whatever memory links in to your space. It's a message from the divine today for you to receive and to tap into that energy and that frequency, the vibration of experiencing this blissful state of joy and pulling that energy into your body now and into your day as you go about and walk along your journey today, holding that frequency and that vibration with you. And finally, you can ask your heart to share a message with you. What do you need to know in this now moment? And trust what emerges. Taking your time to really allow for the wisdom to be heard. When we get quiet is when we receive. When we get quiet is when we receive. And when you're ready, you can place your hands back on your lap and open your eyes mm. and we can begin. Mm. Mm. How is that for you? Mm. I dropped right in. Yeah, that was really good. It's really juicy. Yeah. Any, anything you want to share that emerged for you? Sure. So my happy place um, was me just walking in Bali. It's it's to date oh. my happiest place where I just felt mm. so free. And every day I was there, I felt like it was magic. I mean, the land there is so connected and just um, just beauty all around, and the and the people and the culture, and just um. I just felt free. And I think that's something that my soul yearns for in this lifetime is to feel free. Yes. <laughs> and then um, my heart was telling me one thing, but then when I was dropping in more and just really being quiet and I think trying to turn, like allowing the brain to turn off, was um, I imagined myself like springboarding into the water. So it was like, take the leap. Oh yeah, so that yeah. was that was <laughs> that was really great. That was really great. Yeah, that was beautiful. And are you in a moment right now where there's a leap that you're feeling into that you're ready for that your heart's signaling you to take? Mm. You know, we've we've known each other for for a bit throughout my little transitional period. So yes. um Yes, I feel it has been a very, I would say, humbling, you know, they always say, um, I say they because it's just things that you hear when you like, we want things now, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm very much know what I want like now, but you know, life doesn't always work like that. And I feel like finally the pieces are falling in. And I was telling you, I was so excited that we're doing this today because when I initially 
agreed to do this today a couple weeks ago, I had the the thought, oh, things are going to fall in place more over the next couple of weeks. And they, they have been, and it's little baby things to some people, but they're huge milestones to me because it's exactly what I've been wanting and calling in. And I'm a very visual person. So um, I can see what I want before it arrives. And um, yes, I feel, I feel, um, and I, and I didn't tell you this, but I'm launching, I'm so excited, a five month I'm still working on the name five months event series. I'm going to be in at this new space in West Hollywood in LA. And, um, you know, I've had this thought of doing a pop-up highly curated and vetted creative wellness series, but I haven't found the space and the, the space is so important to me. And, um, it came to me and the woman that's running it is beautiful and her energy and mine is very, it's, it's not a partnership. It's, but it's very much energetically a collaboration where we're supporting each other's big picture goals. And, um, so that is a leap. That's, that's a leap. And I feel like that's going to be springboarding me to get more clarity on what exactly I'm creating. Ooh, I love it. So juicy. We're going to have to stay connected on all things LA. Yes. But let's backtrack for a little bit because you and I came from some similar backgrounds, really this high powered corporate journey. And you took a pivot and took a really nomadic journey after you closed out the big pieces of your corporate life. Of course, there's still ways that you integrate in and weave now as the light worker that you are. And that's so important to keep bringing that light back to those corporate settings to ignite more people. And you took this beautiful pivot away. So tell us, what was your nomadic journey like? What sparked that? And what lessons did you learn along Mm. that journey, which was really, really brave? Thank you. I'm still nomadic, which is my background. Um, If you know me, I would often have, I say like in my old life outfit crisis, because I had too many fabulous options to choose from because I had a runway clothing allowance to work with. So it was very challenging. Um, but, um, now I have little to work with and, and it's interesting how creative you can get and you, we don't need that much, but, um, totally. Yeah. So I went on this journey the summer of 21 and I think it was a couple of things, you know, I think in my heart of hearts, I've always, I've always resonated with gypsies and I don't know why, because maybe they're, they seemed really, um, flowy and secure. And even though they were, they were nomadic, they seemed, again, this is just what has been portrayed to me. Like they weren't ever like freaking out, you know, they just seemed like they were always just walking around with all this jewelry and animals and, and just, you know, with their tribe. So that was, it always felt like something I wanted to explore. Um, Pre-COVID, all of the corporate jobs I had working remotely was not an option. So COVID in many ways um, allowed me more flexibility. And also, like many, I think um, it propelled me forward. Like it really, of course, in so many ways was devastating to the world. But for me, it really gave me the chance to have more time to think, I think, in what I really wanted to explore and to do it. And, um, gosh, I'm trying to like, think back to that summer. Um, where did you go? Yes. Okay. So I started off in Austin and, um, then I went to Costa Rica and that was probably the most, life-changing, I would say transformational periods. I've been to Costa Rica, you know, I'm a yogi. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I love to go on vacations in the, in the jungle, hence the Bali, but living down there. And when I went on this nomadic journey, I think it's important to say that I, I, you know, sold most of my stuff and, um, packed up my things. And I just, 
I just packed a bag and I went. I didn't, I didn't have a mission. I decided to travel intuitively to what I felt. And I've never done this before, but it felt Oh my good. gosh. Were you like a little bit freaking out when you decided to do this? Or was it just like full body yes and you were it was a full body yes. And I started in Austin. It was I was there for a couple of weeks and I was like, this is not it. Like I I need to be like I need to be I like, remember when you were in Austin. You were like, it's cool. I like it, but it's not it's it, not the place. It yes. And Costa Rica was just fascinating because I called them the super hippies. I I brand everything. That's just my nature where there's these expats who just kind of like left society and they're living down there and they're still working and making money and contributing to the society. Um, But they just live differently. It was just wild. And a lot of what I learned was it's a, there's a different way of living, you know, and it's, and it's, Some of it was a struggle, you know, because it's, um, you can't, there's no Amazon delivery. And I mean, that you know, but when you're living down there and you need something or, you know, um, all of these just, just different things, there's different battles and challenges, let's just say. And, um, and it was interesting because I actually hurt myself when I was down there and it was a very humbling experience because it was like, whoa. I'm down here in the middle of nowhere. I don't have medical insurance down here. Who's going to help me? And and people really came together to help me. I mean, I saw all of these amazing, talented, Eastern, Western medical, like many healers to help me. And also like, you know, this chiropractor who um, worked on my back, but he also was... um, I guess he said he released some karmic energy as well. Like he was spiritual and a chiropractor, you know? So that was so eye-opening and really allowed me to step into more, I think, my feminine energy. And I got to see people who were similar to someone. Maybe I always thought, oh, that seems so cool, but how do you make it work? Yeah. Um, if and and you can. And I, I feel like I'm someone, although I'm a dreamer and a believer, I'm someone that needs to see it, going back to my visual, um, mm-hmm. with someone that relates to me to be like, oh, I can make this work in my own way. Oh, so beautiful. So yeah. So other places I traveled, I traveled, I was still working remotely. So I um, went to a small little town called Slow, San Luis Obispo. If people don't know it, it's beautiful. It's in between San Francisco and Santa Barbara. Oh, I don't know it. It's a magical place. And I live in LA for many years and I had never heard of it. It's a magical place that's hidden and locals know it. And there's beautiful energy um, and Nashville, I went to Asheville. I went back to Austin. Um, I was out in the beaches of Wilmington. So I just kind of bounced around for almost a, I think almost a year. Um, but then I continued to be nomadic, just staying now I, I've been in LA for almost seven months and I call it that I'm guest house hopping because I have yet to settle energetically and say, this is, I'm planting my flag. This is my place. Um, so I'm easing back into, I, I, I say society, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working and I'm still very f- functioning and all of that, but kind of merging my nomadic, all of the things that I learned and really delved into back into creating a new version of myself in a new life. Hmm. Beautiful. And for people who are listening and they're like, wow, that sounds amazing, but I could never do that. Or the people listening like, oh my gosh, I just need it. Like that sign to Mm -hmm. take the leap. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give if you had three tips Mm -hmm. on living in this nomadic way? What wisdom Mm -hmm. would you impart? Yes. Ooh, I got chills with that one. And I love this too, because I like to break it down as well to help people. And also for me, it's, it's just like, let's make these things tangible. Yeah. They can happen. They can. They can, and they will. And they do. Um, Gosh, you know what? I think one thing is that I, I heard years ago, I think when I started listening to like Sahara Rose, um, when I was 
stuck in corporate and just kind of had it. She's so great. Yeah, she's so great. If you don't know her, check her out. She's great. Um, Is if you keep getting these like whispers, if you keep getting these, I want to do that. Or if you're looking at someone like on Instagram and they're doing something and you think, oh, this, oh, why can't I do that? You know, like you can and you should. Like that's just like, I think number one is like start recognizing those things and just listening. The next thing um, I'm a big fan of, and I'm still learning um, as we're all works in progress is speak it out loud. Like, yes. like tell, start just your family, your friends, even if people, the people, your coworkers, if even your, ch- your child who's five years old, just start speaking out loud because the more you speak it and say it, then it starts eventually it's going to happen because you're like, you're saying it, you're starting to own it. I'm, yes. I'm this. Yeah. And when you say something, you know, I said, maybe at the beginning of the year to some friends, oh, you know, next year I'd love to start a podcast. And I just seeded it out there, not with a lot of urgency, just as a concept. And then a few months later, a friend came and circled around and said, hey, we're launching this podcasting company and we need somebody to test and understand if the infrastructure works. I remember you saying that you wanted to launch a podcast and one thing led to another and that ended up collapsing time and pulling that manifestation forward because I said it out loud versus had I kept that to myself, that friend would have never reached out to me and said, hey, Katie, we're doing this thing. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Okay. So we got one. I love that. We have two. So one more. So the last last one, and and this one is like so much easier to say than doing, is trust. Mm -hmm. Because I'm still on this journey. And this journey has not been... I mean, you know, I, I get, I get nervous. I get scared. Where am I going to live? Things have happened. It hasn't been this like seamless process. There's different seasons going on, you know, for outfits. And I mean, I know that sounds again, like not a big deal, but it kind of is, um, limited, limited items to carry. Um, and I think just trust because, and I, I know this is something that sometimes seems so far-fetched and even sometimes I grapple with it, but if you're really meant to do something and if it's really aligned, you will, you will be covered. Like things will fall into place. And if it's, if it's really, and I think that's the thing. And I think sometimes people are doing things that aren't aligned and they're like hitting walls and that's different. So that's it. Just trust the process. Yeah. And speaking of what's aligned for you, I love to ask this one question to all of our guests because I believe when we do what lights us up, we light up the world and it just becomes easy and natural and flowy because we are in alignment. Our passions are our purpose. It really is that simple. So tell us what is really lighting you up in life right now? What is really lighting me up in life right now? Yeah. Mm. You know, I think I'm going to say having having the guts to step into my truth more. It's I'm still very much peeling layers off of speaking my truth and being my truth and when I do magic happens. And again, I know some, for some of those people, it sounds so silly, but I feel like I'm radiating and people around me are radiating. And that's how I describe the magic because we're having so much fun and it's so easy and it's fluid and things just fall into place. So, um, yes, like actually, you know, peeling it off, showing my little, you know, gypsy witchy self. Yeah. (laughs) And I love, um, just this morning, a friend called me up and asked me, was talking to me about archetypes because I've been working with different archetypes a lot lately. And we're going to actually be co-creating a little archetypical, archetypal, I can't even say that word. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. Archetype class Ooh. together, just 
came to be this morning from this Love phone it. call. And on the new moon? On the new moon, of course. I mean, perfect timing. <laughs> and she's very magical. So by the time this episode comes out, who knows that co-creation might be available too. Mm. Anyway, what got me thinking is you are so naturally using archetypes in how you're dreaming into that frequency that you want to feel. You've mentioned the white witch archetype. You've mentioned the gypsy archetype. Are there any other archetypes that you've been playing with in this Mm. season? Well, Earth Mama. Yeah. We're calling that in because I'm calling yeah. my aligned partner to have my light, my light baby, um, Ooh. light child. Yes. And, um, hmm, I mean, I, I still very much connect just, just to being this like tribal, um, I connect very much with Peruvian women. I haven't been yet. It's mm-hmm. on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, just, I have a good, I have a good connection for oh. you. Cool. Yeah. That's like something that definitely my soul wants to do. I think those are my main ones right now that I'm, that I'm, that feel like I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm, I'm working with those energies. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And we've touched a couple of times on the word magic. Mm. I'm curious, what does magic mean to you? Gosh, I just had a glimpse of, um, cause I, holds little moon circles that are very intimate and near and dear to my heart. Um, and I stepped into that leadership during, during the lockdown, you know, I think it's, and this takes me back. I just had a flashback to my childhood because when I, um, when I grew up, we had acres of forest and, um, I spent a lot of time in make-believe and was just always in the forest and just pretending. And it was, to me, it was a very magical land. I think, I think mother earth and nature, I mean, I, I believe similar to you, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, everything has energy and frequency and beauty and life in it. I think a lot of it is connecting, I would say possibly like our frequency and energy to, to, to nature, um, and those around us. And it kind of maybe sparks just increases the energy. I mean, I don't know in terms of the, how I break it down, but that's how I feel. I feel like it's kinetic. And it also, like you were saying, um, you can jump through like energy fields and vortexes of time and make, and, and make connections faster than you would. And really maybe call into, um, your sixth sense more, you know, Mm. I believe this is all scientifically proven as well, that we all have the ability to tap into all of these different uses of our, of our brain and our, and our body that we're not really utilizing. Um, but we're in a period age, so we're all stepping into them more and they're more, they're more (laughs) available to us, but it's just, yeah, like working, it allows you to work smarter and not harder and just not even work at all but you're kind of working. Yeah. I also have this fly buzzing around my house right now and I'm just getting this message. You know, it's really time to fly my friends Mm. with this energy. Do you ever work with the animals when you come into contact? If you're in nature, do you hear signs and messages and receive Mm. from our animal friends? Mm, I love our animals. They're so great. You know, I don't, that is something that I want to tap into more or let it allow to come to me. The, an, the spirit animals have not been super present with my downloads. Cause when I, when I hold the circles and I go deep, I get very visual and just, I go on these little, little journeys, these third eye journeys that I don't even know where, where they're taking me sometimes. But, um, the bunny is one that has come to me and is present. And I'm trying to think if there's other ones. The bunny is definitely has definitely popped up. Um, oh, and the wolf. Mm, and that's so beautiful because mm. the bunny is that sign of fertility mm. and the wolf um, is the leader of the pack. And mm. maybe that's even connected or something you could play with is that connected to this partner that you're calling mm. in. 
perhaps. I love it. I would love, I, I mean, I'm down to explore and play with anything. Woo. Playing with the animals. Okay. What is the scariest or like craziest story that has happened on your nomadic journey? Gosh, scariest or craziest? It doesn't have to be scary, but just like oh. one of those like, holy moly kind of stories. <laughs> like what could be like, oh, just a wild story? Yeah, spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think I know one. I think touching back to when I had that injury um, and I, I was, I had just signed up for three weeks of yoga teacher training and I, I could hardly move. And it was, um, you know, you're down the jungle and even though you have new friends and people, I mean, you're very far away from home and your medical team and, and people, you know, and it's very humbling. And I ended up speaking my truth at one of our little potluck um, dinners that we would do with the super hippies and everyone's just like in their bathing suits and just kind of like dancing around the whole time. I mean, it's very, very beautiful and free. Um, and it's, it's so interesting. A dream or vision of mine has always been to live in a tree house um, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> where, where I come up with these things. Um, and to kind of like live barbarically, you know, like Jane and the, I don't know why, just that always seemed really fun and, and juicy to me. And when I was injured in between the time when um, yoga teacher training had started, you know, the place that I was living, there was, there was a lapse of a week where I didn't have a place to stay and I really need to be like kind of cared for and to feel safe and to heal because I didn't know if I was going to be able to do the yoga teacher training or what was going to happen if I was going to have to maybe go home and and get help. And, um, I met a friend at this little hippie dinner party who invited me to live in this crazy magical tree house in the middle with swinging beds and, um, literally in the middle of nowhere in Costa Rica. Um, and just acres that we ate the food, um, that from the garden, I mean, that's, that's like all you ate. Like that's the food that you, that we created and ate. It was, it was very, so beautiful and so, so interesting. And, um, yeah, it was just so fascinating and crazy. And I had these like, wow moments that I had called this in and, um, I will never need to live in a treehouse again. It is, okay. awesome, but it is, it, you know, it's a little, I mean, it was functioning, but it's a little, you know, rustic and kind of <laughs> just climbing up ladders and just, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So and that's so beautiful that you were able to manifest that experience and to learn from it that now it served you. Yes. I healed there and I went on my way. Oh. Wow. And our dreams really do come to us for a reason. And sometimes we don't understand with our conscious mind. And really, it's our subconscious that's bringing that to the surface to allow us to have this experience. But you knew you were meant to go into a treehouse and you had a beautiful healing experience. I love that story so very much. I want to talk a little bit practically for a moment. When you're in those moments where you don't know maybe your next job, your next housing, and that can be uncomfortable. And I want to talk practically, what do you do in those moments to really trust because I think it's going to help our listeners so much because you're doing it at one extreme where, you know, you're really diving into this deep, deep, deep state of trust on some fundamental human needs. And I'm so curious how in those moments do you find that truth and that peace. Yeah. So it's an up and down process, a hundred percent. 
One thing that has been my saving grace would, I would say is like, I say, sweating it out. So my hot yoga, doing like, like doing just like putting on a really (sighs) song list going for a jog, going for a hike, like, um, just sweating all of those, those energies and those thoughts because the endorphins change your energetic field and you feel great after. Totally. And you're moving, you're transmuting that energy when you're physically active. Yeah. So movement is, I've learned, and it's like, you know, so many things we know, but we forget. I know. I know. It's like, I know this, but I need movement. I'm, I'm someone in in very active. Yes. I need to move my body and I need to sweat it out. So that's one. I would say two is, you know, utilizing this little toolbox that I've created along the way of things that I know help me feel good. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm super into Kundalini. Yes. Love it. And, um, just dropping in and doing a short Kriya for me also just centers and grounds me. And, um, I can literally be freaking out like, um, I don't, you know, all of the questions, like you're saying, these are all real and they happen to me on the regular. So just everyone knows it is not like, it is not like there is any, you know, super like stable foundation that's holding me together. Um, It really is trusting and asking and believing. I liked all of these things together. Um, and another one that's coming to me is like crying it out. Like, I mean, just, just like releasing the energy, however you, however you're feeling it, you know, um, doing all of the things. And yeah, I think it's, I think it comes down to, and this is a lot of times, even when you're stressed or in a difficult time in your life. And again, we know this, but it's easier said than done doing the things that make you feel good. I take care of my body. I take care of, of, um, my mind, the things that like shut it off in a healthy way, then that helps me calm down. So I can maybe think logically and have, I, you know, be strategic about this. Cause it's not just like I'm sitting around kumbaya I'm very much like strategic. And, um, for example, it's always the last couple of years, it's been a dream of mine to live in Topanga, California. And for you, those of you that don't know it, it is the Canyon as we call it. Um, is a magical place. It's um, just up the PCH in the mountains overlooking Malibu. And um, it's known for historically creatives and and artists and just um, really beautiful beings that choose to live there. Mm -hmm. And I've wanted to live there since 2019 um, when I came back from Bali. And I was just recently... Uh, friends have been asking me because I've been guest house hopping. Where do you want to live? Where do you want to live? And I was like, you know what? I want to live in Topanga. I'm going to claim it. That's where I want to live, even though it's- Yes, you stated it out loud. Over and over and over again. So good. And finally, a friend of a friend friend connected me with someone and I'm moving to Topanga (gasps) in September. And I am like a little kid so excited because in terms of we were talking about launching, I feel like, intuitively, I know it's, I'm going to, I'm going to step more into my creativity because I'm surrounded by nature and nature Mm. is so, um, replenishing to my soul and also just makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so excited. So again, our dreams come to us for a reason. And when we state our intentions out loud, then we're able to magnetize them into our lives because we we are taking action. Yes. And that's how the universe responds is we go first and then the universe responds. But if we just stay in our heads with this idea of living in Topanga, then we're not actually taking any action. But you took aligned action. You started telling everyone I want to move to Topanga. I want to live in Topanga. I so feel this for you. And I'm very, very excited about your journey in Topanga. Mm -hmm. (gasps) I'm going to have to come visit. 
For sure. I want everyone to come visit because it's so beautiful. And I'm, I'm very connected to the community there because I made myself connected there because it's a very much like a who you know type of place. Um, and yes. Again, you took action. You have to claim it. And this is something, again, with so many things in my life, you really need to like step into it and speak it and embody it. Mm. And would you ever, while there's uncertainties in this mystical life that you've consciously created for yourself, would you ever trade it for the security of that corporate life you once lived? Oh my gosh. (gasps) Oh, geez. Um, Of course not. (laughs) Totally, (laughs) totally not. I feel like I'm very fluid like water and I'm very accountable and responsible and all of these things. Like I'm a go-getter and I'm I'm a hustler um, and very entrepreneurial. But people like us, true creatives, I feel like who just are are open to evolving, right? Like I'm, I'm down with it. Like let's do this. And it's uncomfortable at times. But I want to grow and evolve. And I think the other thing is I want to learn. I I want to constantly learn. And unfortunately, a lot of times in these corporate positions, when you're someone of this nature who's like a sponge, you're hindered. You are. And when you're hindered, because work takes up so much of your energy, when you're hindered there, it affects your personal life. And also, as we know, like affects your body and just... Yeah, we're not meant to suffer. We're meant to just thrive. So totally. So for all those multi-passionate creatives out there, know that that is natural and that is innately in you. And you need to be outside of a box to really keep that energy flowing in your life. So if you are naturally one of those people probably a full-on corporate in the box, um, come nine to five, you know, play by the rules, isn't going to be the perfect fit for you. And that's okay. I mean, it took me 20 years and taking a different job. I work for the same company, but I took a a different job every year and a half. Mm. And that was my way of surviving corporate America. Looking back, I can see wow, my essence really was probably a mismatch, but I chose that experience for myself because by experiencing corporate America, now I can go back into corporate settings, really understanding that lived experience and I could ignite light workers. I can help raise the consciousness of leaders. But had I not ever worked in that setting, I wouldn't be able to do that with the confidence and the power and the authenticity that I can dip back into those settings with today. So when we look back, it all does track and make sense. But I am glad that we have both freed ourselves from the box. And for sure, there are other roller coaster moments mm-hmm. in being a creative entrepreneur mm-hmm. that you experience. And then you have the whole other layer of living this nomadic lifestyle, too. And I am just in awe of your bravery and taking plunge after plunge and trusting and trusting and trusting over and over again in yourself and having the guts to do it. And it takes courage and beauty. And I know you'll never look back and have any regrets Mm -hmm. on this chapter of your story. I'm Mm -hmm. so happy for you. Mm -hmm. So as we start to close out, Is there any wisdom that's coming through you, any life lessons, any little golden nuggets that you want to impart to the mystical living audience that will help them on their unique journeys? Mm, Yes, I do have one. Um, Is 
and touching on on what you were saying and how I feel like we're so similar and why we connect and and there's such a connection is that um there are so there's so many different ways to live your life and um I think you wrote about this on one of your and you were touching about it there on one of your posts in terms of like uh, you can't put us in a box and just um just staying open to what lights you up and finding that community of people that really resonates with you because where they are, there's more of that. And the the more people, I think Lacey Phillips calls them expanders, the more people you find um, that you can see bits of, you know, who you want to be like, but also who you are. And the, and the path that you've been on, because I'm not this, um, you know, there's a lot of these, um, spiritpreneurs who are very airy and I mean, they're like nomadic, but they're also, they don't need stability and groundedness. I very much need that. And so, um, that's why this has been a very humbling experience for me to trust because it, it scares the shits out of me. Um, but to connect with those people where you see yourself and you resonate because where they are, there's more. And the more you attach to them and that tribe, that new tribe grows, mm-hmm. they will support you and they totally. will help you. So I think that's my little nugget. I love that. And I think too, a couple of years ago, my expanders mm. are now my friends mm. and they weren't people I necessarily knew a couple mm-hmm. years ago. They were just strangers on the internet. And now they're people that I have pool parties with and dinners and delight in their company and go on long walks with and do meditations with. And they live all over the, the US right now. And it really can become our reality when we allow ourselves to dream into the possibilities of the future versions of us and then just pull those in. Ooh, I love it. Where are all the ways besides Topanga in September <laughs> that people can connect with you, get in touch, learn more about your world? Mm, yeah. So I included it. I don't know if, if the viewers or listeners can see, but, um, I created the name of this. I call it my passion project because it really is a project in the making in real time. And it is, um, my passion and what lights me up. Um, and it's boundaryless because I don't know what she wants to become. So it's Althea rising and, um, it's spelled a little differently. A L T H A E A rising which um, is a Greek goddess. It's also a medicinal healing flower and rising, of course, because, um, well, I'm into astrology. So, you know, the moon rising, but also just rising in general and just becoming the best and most beautiful version of yourself. So yes, on Instagram, follow DM. I'd love to connect with anyone. And um, I'm also going to plant a seed while we're together. New moon. I love it. I love a little seed planting. Plant a seed. Um, because I feel like our audience and what we're doing and just our energies are so similar, but different and unique is um a luxury, beautiful. I was just imagining it like um white sand um retreat somewhere at some point. Mm, yeah. Collectively mm-hmm. come together and just maybe even with with other thought leaders. Um but just in paradise, making magic, some more fabulous in our swimsuits. I love it. Let's definitely co-create that magic. And I'm sure we have plenty of people who would love a little aligned, magical, mystical retreat. So we will stay tuned and we'll get back to you on where that goes, but I definitely can feel that. Yeah. Um, and with your new fashion line, of course. I, I mean, know. Is this Bring is a little love, Lillette. 
where everyone comes, they, they get a piece, it's a photo op. I mean, it's a whole thing. It's a we whole can do thing. a whole thing. We can get work play there and do totally. a shoot. I mean, I'm doing a sponge. I'm bringing my line to the crystalline convergence in Sedona in September. That a very longtime mentor of mine, Sandra Walter, is hosting. And I'm just so enthused and excited about bringing it. And we're going to do a photo shoot the day before the event. And I've invited attendees that are coming that are in town early to just drop in. And it's going to be one of these free flowing, really fun photo shoots in Sedona. So if you're in Sedona around September 22nd ish, Mm. whatever that Friday is, we're going to do the shoot and you're, you're welcome. Just get in contact with me to join in the fun. And for those who have not been Sedona is such a magical place. So Go there. And you know what I love to. Um, one of the people coming is my lawyer. I have a mystical lawyer who helps me in my business. She's the best. She's going to be on a future um, mystical living podcast episode. And I think everyone needs an aligned lawyer in their world. So stay tuned for that fun too. I love that. All right. Thank you so much, Elle. I love you so much. And it was a beautiful gift to have you here today, sharing your wisdom and delighting in your essence. Mm, Thank you. So beautiful to see you as always. We'll talk soon. I'm grateful for your presence on this remarkable and captivating journey today. Together, we've delved into the realms of limitless possibilities and unlocked the secrets of our true selves. A mystical life is not a mere coincidence. It's a thrilling adventure that you actively shape with intention and passion. Remember, when you follow your light, you not only illuminate your own path, but you also radiate light to the world around you. The world eagerly awaits the magic you have to offer. Follow your light and let it guide you to incredible heights.